Hey, Chris. What's up? The people have been asking. They want to know. What's the update on the runt situation? Oh, my goodness. The runts, man. <laughs> Still a shortage? Still a shortage. Oh, no. This has not, been, this this is is not getting enough news coverage, I'm telling you. <laughs> you can't find them anywhere, man. You cannot find them. You try to order them online. Did I tell you about the uh, online yeah, saga? Yeah, yeah, any, yeah. Any, any update? They've come in yet? No, they canceled man, the order. Ghosting. They're somewhere off the coast of Costa Rica. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> crazy, man. They're gone. So... Uh, got to yeah. resort to your uh, Cracker Barrels as your, your best yes, bet. You just got to find the Cracker <laughs> Barrels and just hope and pray that you can uh, get a little little bag there. <laughs> so you yeah. find you find an any for like like quarters, you know, that you're you're able to turn the things. And, oh, and get the that's coming out. gold. Yeah. you know, you get like three of them and it's a quarter. <laughs> I mean, supply chain issues and inflation. I know, but still, uh, it's just not enough for just not getting the fix. Just not getting yeah. your fix. Yeah, it's hard to find those little quarter machines these yeah. days. You know. So yeah, well, how about uh, what's your favorite candy, man? We haven't heard about this. Oh man, I'm I'm a I'm a Reese's guy. Yeah, the, the chocolate peanut butter. You know what? Like, it is not hard to find Reese's. I'll no, tell you that. I, no, <laughs> if there is a candy that is the most readily available, it's Anywhere. probably Reese's. Gas stations, yeah. grocery stores, yeah. your mom's house. Yeah. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, well, good for you, man. You get your candy. <laughs> I do not. Welcome, everybody, to Weekly Hope. We're so glad that you're joining us today as we are kicking off uh, week two of our study through John and uh, just came off a kickoff Sunday. So what a blast that was. What a Sunday. Yeah. Got to hang with Blooper and Freddie Falcon and uh, Tyler. I know you got to host them. How, yep. how was that? Tell me something fun that I need to know about Blooper and Freddie the Falcon. Oh, man. Oh, they're great. We, we had a, a great time with them. I think the... Um, yeah, the time they spent with the kids was was fun up there. They're uh, they're very much professionals. Yeah, I they say. know what they're doing. Yeah, oh, professional definitely. entertainers, definitely. So, yeah. high high difference between what they do and what like I did as a college mascot. Yeah. Big difference there. I almost forgot. Yeah, you. Yeah, were a college mascot. Man, I know it was like looking into the looking into the major leagues there. <laughs> <laughs> like if only what could have been. <laughs> if only I had stuck yeah. with this. Yeah, exactly. Given my life to this. <laughs> Yeah, what could have been? I too here? could be there on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cheering kids up, high fiving and bouncing yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. looping around. Yeah, what kind of mascot were you again? I was I was a bobcat, Thunder yes. the Bobcat. Thunder. Yeah, big time. Man. Yeah. Do you miss it? Oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. I still still have dreams about him. Man, what was like <laughs> the funnest event you did? So I mean, any of the basketball games. Basketball games were definitely the best. Our school didn't have football, so like basketball was the the homecoming sport. Mm. So I mean, homecoming time was just fun in general because you got to do like the floats and the most people were at a game. Our school had zero spirit, so oh. most games there was like twenty people in the audience. <laughs> but on homecoming, that was like the one time you know it was like actually worth it. Yeah. So those were fun. Man, just throwing it back to the old days. Yep. Well, we had a good time yesterday, families, and, and everybody just had a blast. So uh, it was a fun Sunday, but we also were in the Gospel of John and walking through uh, John 1, 19 through 34 and talking about uh, John the Baptist and as he, he came to recognize uh, and was, was really the first witness to the Messiah, as uh, what the Gospel of John explains. And so a little bit of an overview of John the Baptist. I mean, he... He was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, what a more, guy. <laughs> yeah, more verses in the New Testament dedicated to John than any other character outside of Jesus, which is pretty fascinating to me. And I think as I was studying this passage, just recognizing 
that, that he was a well-known person uh, in Israel. Like, and even his fame had spread beyond that, and, and even after his death. I mean, people are still talking about John the Baptist. We're still baptizing people like with John's bapti- baptism, which you see in Acts 19 is Paul goes to Ephesus, and they're like, he's like, did you guys receive the Holy Spirit? And they're like, we don't know what that is. And he's like, well, how are you baptized? And they're like, well, we were baptized in the John the Baptist baptism. He's like, no, no, no. He was he was talking about somebody else. Uh-huh. You know, he was like, you need to you need to get baptized <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Like, let me let me hook you up. Let me hook yeah. you up. <laughs> this is fascinating though. Like, uh-huh. I mean, John the Baptist said his fame had spread even to you know Gentile yeah. uh, countries and, and things. And so, uh, just recognizing that he was it's pretty well known. But we said two statements that that John the Baptist modeled for us, which is one was that our primary purpose is to make much of Jesus. We see that that's the testimony that John shares is he's come and he's uh, being asked uh, as the Pharisees are coming and asking him like, who, what are you doing? Like whose authority are you, you having to do all this? And it really comes to this issue of authority. And they're like, I mean, are you, are you like the Messiah? Are you Elijah? Are you this prophet that Moses spoke about? And he's like, no, 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 I'm none of those. Like I'm, I'm the guy that Isaiah was talking about saying, make straight the way of the Lord. And I just think it's like fascinating that John, who had this opportunity for influence and power and glory and all the things, uh, essentially says, I'm a nobody and deflects all the glory to Jesus. And so it's a great model for us as followers of Christ. uh, That's not about us. It's like, we're not the heroes of this story. Uh, Jesus is the only hero. So, yeah, and that was one of the, the points you made there, was talking about just the humility that John radiates here. I mean, this story really just just shows, like, a man who's like, I mean, literally, we look at him as, like, the best person besides Jesus. Mm. He's, like, the, the top of the top, and in his mind, it is, I mean, it, he, he wants to be so far, like, removed from that vision, you know, that view, in order to point towards Christ. So I think there's, like, just a, a huge piece of, of humility there that we can learn from and, and see. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, being humble in his posture and saying and recognizing, like, man, in my own strength, like, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not even worthy to untie the sandal of, you know, how great the Messiah is. Uh, and for him to, Jesus is saying, this is the greatest person who's ever been born. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, uh-huh. uh, and, you know, it's just a great reminder for me that, um, you know the, the the best life I can live is a life of humility that's that's deflecting all praise to Jesus and uh, pointing people to Him. So, uh, but that leads really to the second piece, which is this recognition that like our life is hopelessly incomplete without Jesus, and that's what John's doing in verses twenty nine to thirty four. He's like he's bearing witness that this like the Messiah is here. This is who he's been talking about. The one who comes to take away the sins of the world. I love what theologian Kent Hughes said. Uh, He said, in one sentence, we have the essence of the Christian message. Mm. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And I just love that thought. Um, Tyler, you have any thoughts on like, just that idea of the Lamb of God or what that, like what that means? Why is that so important? Sure. Yeah, no, I I think you're you're 100% right. There's so much simplicity in being able to um, like just boil the gospel down into like a few words that hold so much like weight and truth behind them. 
Um, so the idea behind Jesus being the Lamb of God, um, I mean, focuses on a lot of different issues, but it shows his purity more than anything. So it shows that, like, Jesus was this spotless Lamb, that in order for our sins to be fully wiped clean, it's not like uh, Jesus' death on the cross, his life, and everything that he um, did in order for us to live a, a life of um, just a, a Christian life today um, is, is a result of the purity that he had. Because if, if one sin and like one mistake against God, um, God being eternal is going to, to be an eternal sin, it would take something pure and spotless from eternity in order to wipe that clean. So I think Jesus being this, this lamb and being this pure, um, spotless, spotless person that he was in the life that he lived is the only way that we can have hope today. And it's also the greatest way that we can have hope. Yeah. I think those, what you see is these you know, Jews and the Sanhedrin and these people that are coming and questioning John the Baptist. Like, that was a huge issue. Was why are you baptizing Jews? Mm. Like, culturally, that was not yeah. an expectation. That was like, you don't do that. Because they were, they were able to like, trust in their religious heritage. Sure. Like, we're, we're God's people. We're, we're, already like, we're already the special people. We've got Abraham and Moses as our forefathers. Now, like, if you're an outsider and you want to come into the family, like, yes, you do need to be baptized. And that's what they were saying. It was like, Gentiles need to be baptized. But what John is saying, and John, the, like John the Baptist here is saying, is like, no, no, like, everyone needs re- to repent, including Jews. Like, no matter your li- religious heritage, everyone's sin needs to be washed clean. And uh, and that's like why he's preaching repentance and mm-hmm. why he's baptizing people, which would create like this huge issue for um, the Pharisees and the, sure. and like the religious leaders, really, the whole rest of the time that Jesus is alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I think today, you know, that looks like for us, we live in a culture with like a lot of cultural religious Definitely. heritage, and it's easy to like trust in that. And what we talked about yesterday was. I mean, it really does come back to grace and that all of us, every person, uh, we need the grace of God. And like we receive grace through the repentance of our sins and through walking with Jesus. And so it's not based on our works. It's not based on our effort or on anything that we can do. Um, God's grace is there. And like he sent his son to pay for all sins, but it's a gift that has to be received. And uh, that's what we encouraged people to do yesterday. Grace is great because of the person who gives it. Uh, because of it's infinitely abundant, and because of what it replaces, which is our sin. And so my encouragement to those who are listening today is, man, have you received God's grace? Like, have you accepted what He's done for you, and do you believe? And if you haven't, like, it's as simple as asking Him for it. Uh, it's as simple as just surrendering your life to Him and, and letting Him know that you need Him and that you rec- recognize that you can't do it on your own. Uh, that you recognize your sin and you trust in Him to be your Savior. And so, uh, no matter where you are today, you, you know whatever you're doing, uh, if you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, there's nothing greater that you can do than to to do that today. And uh, and then out of that, we see the example that John set and literally that Jesus set was he got baptized to publicly show that he had made a decision. You know and uh, that he that he was he was calling people to follow Christ 
Jesus didn't get baptized because he made a decision, mm-hmm. but Jesus got baptized to set that example for us. Um, that that that's what all Christians should do. That's what everyone who's following him should do. And so, I hope that's an encouragement to you. We'd love to talk to you about baptism if that's a question that you have or want to know more about it. And uh, you can reach out to me or Tyler. Um, but man, we're a church that we want to see people taking their next steps with Jesus, uh, whether it's surrendering your life to Him or baptism or finding a place to serve or connecting with others in the church. Um, we just we we started Hope Church because we want to help people in their walk with Jesus and and help our community come to know Him. So. Uh, we got a couple things coming up here over the next few weeks. Uh, this coming Sunday, we've got a family worship service, uh, Labor Day weekend. So we're going to have kiddos in the room, and it's going to be a great time together as we continue our series through John. And then on September 11th, uh, our friends at Somos Ecclesia are going to be having their launch service, their very first uh, service. And so we're going to go out after Hope Church and uh, go have a good time and just support them and be a part of their first service. So you can sign up for both of those things on our website. Uh, and then on uh, September the 18th, we have our family meeting, our fall family meeting. We'll be presenting our budget and talking about some building plans and some things in the future. So it'll be a good time to gather together on that Sunday. So, And we got the men's Bible study on top of that as well. Yeah, men's Bible study yep, starting up fun. on Wednesday nights. Yep. Yep. So, so much good stuff going on. Yeah. Well, this has been Weekly Hope. Thanks for joining us, and I uh, hope you have an awesome week. I can't wait to see you this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Hope Church. You can find out more information at hopechurchjc.com.